Welcome to Beyond Camp, a podcast for summer camp directors and leaders by Go Camp Pro. Beyond Camp explores the intersection of camp and the rest of our lives. Camp professionals know that all aspects of our lives affect our camp experience. And Beyond Camp is here to dive into the messy, brave, and joyous conversations that surround that fact. Check out our show notes at gocamp.pro slash beyondcamp. Welcome to another Beyond Camp mini pod with Cassie and Rachel. Today we are talking about talking about camp outside of camp um, because everybody knows that when you're a camp person, you love to talk about camp to everybody all the time, regardless of how they feel about it often. Uh, so welcome, Cassie. Tell me about talking about camp outside of camp. How often does it happen to you? How often are you like, well, there's one time at camp? Way too much. But I, I, I'm actively trying not to mm-hmm. at, at the same time. I find that it pops up for me in places where we'll be like doing something. So I don't currently hold a management role at work. Um, and so we'll be like talking about something I'm like, oh, yeah, like I do this exercise with my staff. Or, oh, yeah, like this is how I train my staff. And then I'm like, mm. Rachel, I don't know that anybody really cares right now about how you trained your staff four years ago. Um, so that often pops into my mind. Yeah. Like what it, it might not be, well, this one time at, but it might be like, Hey, at camp one time I was doing this and it resulted in this. How can I, how can I make that work? And it, it might be more internal than external. Mm-hmm. Like I might not I, actively say it. I think that there can be a lot of benefits of talking about camp outside of camp. Because oh, for sure. Some, like often we think of like, you know, the wild times that we had, um, mm-hmm. the chaos that was caused or the great memories <laughs> we have. But I think oftentimes when we talk about camp in a constructive way, in an intentional way, we're actually able to like shed some light on this mystery thing that we do during the summer. Um, and mm-hmm. we're able to convey some of the skills that we learn and we practice at camp. Yeah, that and I think it allows us to bring camp into our day-to-day lives if we're no longer there, but also let people know the value of why camp is so important, not just for kids and campers, but also for staff Mm -hmm. and the people who, who worked there and now need to sell those responsibilities to an employer who has no clue what that might actually mean. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about something, we demystify it as well. We talk about the magic of camp, you know, we're nestled into the woods on the lakes of, or on the shores of sparkling Lake, whatever magic fun times um and that's great but like what does that really mean i i don't know i couldn't tell you um i don't know either i banned those words <laughs> it paints a picture in my mind because i know i've been there before but it doesn't yeah. paint a picture in the mind of somebody who has no idea what camp is um so when we talk about camp but we're able to like share details and activities and learnings it helps to break down those barriers for people who have never interacted with it before yeah, and I think we have to remember that there are people who have never interacted with it before. I didn't sure. interact it with it until I started working at camp in like a traditional summer camp concept. There are a lot of people who've never interacted with it and often have mm-hmm. to find ourselves in, this, in these echo chambers where we're just talking to people who've had the same experience. We're like, yeah, the value of camp. And our friends are like, oh, of course, the value of camp. Um, but that's because we've all been to camp, we've all worked at camp, and we've all been impacted by camp. Um, so we need to find ways to talk about it in a way that actually conveys the meaning in other words to people other than magical and nestled. Yeah. Well, and as you're saying that, I'm like, how many friends do I have 
that aren't related somehow to camp. All right. Fair point. Fair point. Most of mine are. (laughs) Most of mine are too. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Is this maybe something I need to consider of like, do I need, could I find different parts of who I am as a human and identity pieces if I connect with people who aren't related to camp? I think there's something really valuable in seeking out people in your life who are different than you and who've walked. And I suppose that sounds kind of cheesy or a bit cliche, but who've walked different paths than you. There's Mm -hmm. something really valuable about that because then when you share your ideas and your thoughts, um, you're able to get a different perspective on it. And it can be challenging because you're not always going to have people who say, yeah, of course, like that's great. Um, And I often get caught up in that. I'll share an idea with people and I choose who I'm sharing the idea with because I'm like, this person's going to be fired up about it. Then when they give me criticism, I'm like, excuse me, I really only told you because I wanted your support and for you to like stroke my ego with this, not because I wanted your your constructive feedback, which is not really helpful. Um, So I think when we are able to talk Mm -hmm. about camp with people who aren't directly related, it helps us um, look more critically at something that we love dearly and can often um, have blind spots for yeah. And like those people might just identify different than you. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm going to go out and seek the person that's the complete exact opposite of me, because that might be a little bit difficult and not as intentional. I think we have to remember that these things need to have time. Like you don't just go out and say, hey, can I be your friend? <laughs> that's true. Well, maybe Cass will run a host a mini pod later on about how to make friends as an adult. Not as easy as you think. It is not, and it sucks. <laughs> it is so hard. Fair enough. We can talk about all the ways I've tried. All righty. So on that note, how does it make people feel when we talk about camp? Let's dive into that. Let's talk about that a little bit, Cassie. Yeah. Like when it comes to my camp friends, I think it's a, a, a reminiscing tool, a way we connect. It's what we know. It's what we share. When I'm Talking about it with my family, I think they honor the passion that I hold for camp. But if they're not associated or understand what I do, I just get that question, but what do you do all year? Mm-hmm. And they don't, they don't get it. And then I just, my introverted self goes and just stops talking and holding conversations. <laughs> Fair. I think talking about camp also has the potential to feel really exclusionary for people. Mm, Um, whether it's people who had a challenging time at camp um, because I'll say it, there's folks who come to camp who have a hard time um, or who don't enjoy it for whatever reason. Maybe Mm -hmm. um, the camp environment was not welcoming to them like it should have been. And so sometimes when we talk about it, we can put up these barriers because people are like, well, this is not an experience I've had. It's not something I enjoyed. It's not a space that I'm welcome or safe in as well. Um, When we talk about our our memories um, and experiences we've had, we need to reflect on the privilege that comes with that and how it can make other people feel. Um, And I know we often have this struggle with our first year or returning staff every year who just want to talk about camp last summer. And then the poor new staff are like, but I wasn't there. That's a classic example of needing to have that empathy and understanding of when is appropriate to talk about it and not. Yeah. Well, and it, that goes outside of camp too. I'm, working on battling through it with some staff right now as we make some big changes within our the business that I operate and it's we're we're shifting and I'm getting a but I'm getting a little bit of pushback it's not bad but it's the classic but that's not how we always do it Mm. right like the classic and 
but change is good. Change helps us grow. And it might not work. I could be completely wrong. And I've accepted that. But I'm just looking for some try. And we have to remember, like, these things that we learn about in camp completely transfer and work outside of camp, too. And those mm-hmm. those campisms that we thought were campisms, they're just isms. <laughs> I think there's also something to be said about reframing our camp experiences. Um Ooh. You know, sometimes I'll be in spaces and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can like, if I say, well, I can't, we learn this lesson. People are going to be like, well, like you were at summer camp, like just running through fields and there were like fireflies around in the evening. Yeah. There was nothing like concrete came out of that. But I find sometimes I can take the lessons or the things that happen at camp and explain them without saying, well, at camp. And all of a sudden they tend to hold more value in the conversation. Then somebody might be like, wow, like, where did you have that experience managing staff? where did you have to resolve that conflict that this came up? And you're like, oh, well, it's actually when I was a camp director. Um, so I think sometimes mm-hmm. just that reframing and how we're front-loading things can really impact our ability to discuss camp outside of the camp setting. Yeah, definitely. That makes, and I, you know, I'm thinking back to it because I've ha- that's what I'm actively trying to do is kind of avoid that and go, okay, so I used to do it this way. And I can share like the story without the camp. Do people that know me a little bit better understand that it's probably going to relate eventually? Yes, but it gives it a different a different perspective. Absolutely. I think it's also important for camp pros, really anybody who loves camp, to, is to find space to, to talk about it and to share these feelings. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with talking about camp and your love of camp and your memories. Choose that space and be intentional about it. Um, I think I'm getting to a place where I'm ready to talk about camp having not been at it, I don't know where other folks are at in their pandemic journeys. Um, maybe it'll depend on how this summer plays out, but I think that it's it's very valid to gather and share those fun memories with each other. Um, and it can be really mm-hmm. healing and it can be an important part um, of keeping those memories alive is to discuss them when you're not there. Yeah, as hard as it can be sometimes, but I think you know, moving into this second summer season of not being at camp because I know that I won't be, uh, you know, I feel okay talking about it a little bit more mm-hmm. than I maybe did a year ago. That's great. You should honor where you are in that journey with yourself. Mm. Well, folks, thanks for listening and tuning in to another Beyond Camp Mini Pod. Uh, we'll see you next week. Stay well, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Beyond Camp is a part of Go Camp Pro and the Go Camp Pro Podcast Network. Find a podcast for camp professionals of every age and stage at gocamp.pro slash podcast. Thanks for listening, friends. Hey, Camp Pros. We love that our industry is built on sharing. In order to foster that spirit, if you've gotten even one good idea from a Go Camp Pro podcast, masterclass, from the Summer Camp Professionals Group, a conference, or wherever else, we ask that you give credit where credit is due. That way, it'll encourage Camp Pros to keep freely sharing their ideas and make the camp industry as a whole better.